Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Commented Podcast, where we talk about your favorite movies, music, TV shows, and more. I am Nia. And I am Decoria. Welcome back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> we are on a roll, Corey. Second week like, in a row, I think, because our, what, Psychopaths came out last week? Yes. And then this is probably going to come up end of this week or, or Wednesday. Week. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's this Wednesday. Nice. So we are just hitting it back to back to back. We are killing it. <laughs> um, yes. So today, unlike our last week episode, that was an anime episode today, we decided, you know what? We haven't talked about gaming in a hot minute. We need to give the people a new gaming episode. And I think we had like some things we want to talk about, some stuff we're playing. So today we thought we'd talk about a video game called Stray. Um, it is a very popular game that is currently trending all over YouTube. Even if you don't play games, I bet you have seen a YouTuber play this game on their channel. Um, yeah. It is a 2022 act, act, adventure video game uh, developed by Blue 12 Studio and Anna Perna Interactive. Not heard of either of these studios. Which is really interesting because the hype that this game has, you would think that it came from like a well-known developer. Or maybe they are well-known and we're just ignorant <laughs> and we just right. don't know them. Right. No, I completely agree because... I thought like with how famous this was, I was like, this has to be at least like a mid-tier studio doing this, like with all the amount of people playing this and the engagement and how successful it's been. So yeah. yeah. Um, so I did not play this game. So Corey, would you like to share your experience about it? Yes. So first off, let me start by saying that I am not someone who was a fan of cats. Um, I was a cat hater. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've seen the error in my <laughs> yeah anti for cats. <laughs> but I, also, I'm allergic to cats, so that's another reason. <laughs> but after playing, one. yeah, a valid reason. After playing this, you know, I I see the error in my ways. I see that I was truly wrong, and that I should apologize <laughs> to all cats around the world. So <laughs> the game starts you off. Um, this is not going to be a review that's going to spoil everything. I'm just going to talk about the beginning part a little bit, and then I'll maybe talk about some of the gameplay things, what I like, but I'll try not to spoil the plot of the game too much. But if you don't want to hear anything related to the game at all, I suggest you fast for like maybe 10 minutes or so, because we're going to talk about other stuff in this episode. But the game starts you off as an orange tabby cat. I believe that's the breed. I don't know anything about cat breeds, so correct me if I'm wrong. So you're just, you're in this like, I don't even know what the word for it is. It's like, you know, a dam mm -hmm. for like a river. And you know how it has those inner parts where it's just like, there's no water coming out. It's like a tunnel looking thing. And you can still see the outside, if you know what I mean. I don't know how to yeah. describe this, but you're in something like that and you're the cat. And so you're, you're the cat and there's like three other cats around you. Everybody's chilling. And so the game starts you off by you just walking and then it like, you get near another cat and it's like press square and you press square. And then the cats start like playing with each other and you're like, whoa, 
I'm like, I am, I'm the cat playing with the other cat. And it's like, press circle to meow. And you press circle and you can hear the meow coming out your controller. And I'm like, whoa, like whoa. what? This is revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you see a cardboard box and you get near it. And it's like, press R2 and L2. And when you do that, you like scratch the, the cardboard like a, a cat would. And so like, I'm freaking out over this. I'm like, bro, they really like, observed this animal and like took notes and <laughs> we're like let's make sure we animate everything a cat could possibly do but yeah you start off in this abandoned area there's no sign of life anywhere except for these cats and so you just start walking um out of this damn looking area until like this like foresty part with like a lot of uh, exposed pipes and stuff and you're walking on pipes and whatnot and then eventually you get to this point where the cat is supposed to jump off of a pipe onto another pipe and it doesn't make the jump and it falls <gasps> oh, no. and though no, what makes this worse is that the cat that you're playing while it's falling or when it's about to fall it's it's holding onto the ledge trying desperately to claw itself back up and it switches to a POV of the cat looking up and you see all the other cats you're with just staring down at you. Like, oh, look at you about to fall. Like not even <laughs> attempting to help. <laughs> oh my God. And I was just like, I remember when I started playing, like the first word that came out of my mouth when that happened, I was like, y'all are fake as hell. Like y'all see me falling. <laughs> you're not going to try to help me. <laughs> but yeah, the cat falls and it lands somewhere. like. I forgot to say this, but they're above ground when this happened. They're like high above ground. So the cat falls mm-hmm. into this like underground area or like under city slum area and it falls down there. And, and like from then on, you get into the real gameplay of the story. And basically what happens is like you find out that you're in some post-apocalyptic dystopian world where there are no humans. They're just, there's just robots. And these creatures called Zerks, which are like overgrown bacteria that have become able to get big enough to eat people. And they're like bugs. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's the enemy in the game. Even though, even though there's no combat in this, in this game, that's the enemy like you're running from. But yeah. And like, Oh man, I was gonna say something else. I can't remember what I was about to say. But yeah, you're in this dystopian apocalyptic city. Um you're is running it like an exploration thing, or is it like you do puzzles? Like I'm curious like what, what the gameplay is like. So it's like it's like both. So you definitely explore this area only to a certain degree. It's not open world. There's a very limited space you mm. can explore. But there are a lot of puzzles you have to do, a lot of things you have to figure out. It's a platformer, but not in the traditional sense where you can jump on anything. There are clear, like, uh, what is that word for it? Like, markers on what you can jump on. Like, if you get near something, it'll be like, press X or press circle. Mm. Which is one criticism I have of the game. Like, I wish you could just jump anywhere. But I guess it makes it more realistic because cats can't just, like they're not like jack and dexter where you can like jump and do whatever <laughs> and do backflips right, right. but yeah and like you remember that episode of love death and robots where it was mm-hmm. robots and the cats right yeah it was th- this oh. game is exactly like that it's exactly like that without the comedy thing in there 
Oh, interesting. Like I was, I was thinking Love, Death, and Robots when you brought up post-apocalyptic. I was like, yeah, it, it it looks very similar to like I. That's why when I was playing, I was wondering like, were like, is there any association between these two? Because the combination of robots and cats was like, this is so on the nose. Like it's exactly like that, except for the robots don't really speak English. They have their own language and they have their own society. It's really interesting. I'm trying not to spoil it. Um, mm. other things I like about this game, the music is so good, so 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 good like the just regular background track i would listen to this like while i'm working or like just doing anything casual it's kind of like that almost like lo-fi ish at some points Ooh. it's just it's just really it's a whole the game was a vibe basically it's just a vibe <laughs> <laughs> sounds nice listen yeah. anything that's borderline lo-fi i know they've they're doing their their they're choosing the right type of vibe for it that's exactly in cool. the art style for this game it's like it's not hyper realistic but it is somewhat realistic it's very beautiful to look at very very mm-hmm. very nice looking um the story itself i don't want to spoil but i thought the story was <laughs> very very interesting um the game was really short though it was only like five hours six hours oh, wow yeah it's like extremely I, short think it, you'd think it'd be longer because it's like this is not triple a though this is indie but it feels like, like it'll be it, bigger uh, yeah so that's shocking. So you can really finish this in one sitting. You really could. I think it depends on how the type of game, the type of player you are in a game. Like if you're somebody who wants to find every single thing in the game, it might take you a bit longer because there is one element where um, you got to unlock some memories for a certain character. And also there is like music sheets you can find around the town because there's an, um, another NPC that, plays music if you give him the sheet the music that you give them you give him that he plays is also fire by the way like they did a really good job with the music overall in this game but yeah it's very short and that's another thing that i didn't really like i felt like it ended as it was starting to get really good like i wanted to Mm. know i mean the story itself resolved so i guess they couldn't really continue on because it's like a one and done type thing Mm -hmm. but I, i just wish it was a bit longer I really do. Even though I complain about these super long games that we have these days, I feel like six hours is a bit like, <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I didn't pay for it, though, so whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I came for yeah. on PlayStation Plus, so I was like, okay. Oh, come through. <laughs> we see you PlayStation Plus. Um, but the I know I know what you mean, Like, but I feel like there can be a middle ground. Like Games don't have to be like 150 hours. They could be like... 15 20 at least yeah you know, that's like, like 20 like hours is like a like a sweet spot 20 to 30 hours is like perfect yeah yeah and it, i wonder if it was like budget constraints or if they had more that they wanted to do since they are a smaller studio or if they like modified it so that they could just like make sure the quality was good throughout you know for so keep it short to keep the quality good yeah and you know what i'm wondering now if because this game has like been reviewed so highly if maybe they'll make like dlc or something or maybe they're like okay we're gonna make a a dog game next or like a raccoon or something (laughs) like that post-apocalyptic animal universe (laughs) yeah i'm trying to see what games the studio has developed because yeah me too i just see stray they've only made stray this is their first game i guess Mm, wow that's amazing and even their publisher 
Anum, what's it called? Anapura or whatever. Pura? Or is it supposed to be Pur? Oh, Purna. Okay. Yeah, Annapurna Interactive. They don't even have their recent studio too. They they started in 2017. <gasps> they did. Oh wow! I, I they see, published yeah. Open Roads and um, Last Stop. Yeah, and they 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 are the the publisher that published uh, Flower and Journey from that game company. Okay. Ah, okay. okay. Yeah, I'm looking at this. You remember too. Journey? Yeah, I remember Journey for sure. I remember Journey. Yeah. I can kind of see what kind of games they go after because. So, indie. Like, I didn't yeah, <laughs> yeah like like games that are like atmospheric kind of like I've heard of what remains of Edith Finch that's like their first game and I've seen this didn't play it but people said it was like like you it's like an atmospheric lore heavy you know same thing with um last stop and what was the other game I just list open roads well not open roads I only saw commercials for that I don't think that's out yet but last stop I definitely saw somebody play that and like those that game was atmospheric and stray is like i said it's like vibe it's like a pure it's just mm. vibes so i can you're completely correct when they you said they go after atmospheric games okay they did the outer wilds and they did what okay this company said we do we do we work do peak. <laughs> we only do peak peak games right we do art <laughs> we're not on that basic stuff the unfinished one oh wow this used to be big on Steam back in the day. I remember And this that. is just the, the 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 publisher? Yeah, this is just the publisher cuz honestly the 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 developer don't even have a Wikipedia page. That's like, what I was saying at first too. I was like, do they just not have anything but straight? <laughs> like that tells you I like Annapurna's like it's giving A24 vibes. They're like we are going to pick out, you know, the the interesting things from the the abyss of gaming and yeah. publish them. Very cool. Um well then I'm looking are you looking forward to whatever this studio does next or do you just want specifically more stray from them no I'm looking forward to whatever they decide to do next I think they did an excellent job with this game I highly recommend it um for anybody who like likes platformers it's not like a traditional platformer but if you like any kind of puzzle any kind of exploration if you like animals if you're not even into games I'll still give you a controller for you to play this because it's like I feel like it's like a very good uh starter game for anyone like it's really fun it's very interesting right it's excellent right nice and then what would you rate this out of 10 if you were to I'll give it, it a scale? eight and uh hmm, eight, i'll give it eight and a half eight and a half nice that's good yeah. so would you say that like um this was one of your favorite games you played so far this year or um is it something I wouldn't, that think, okay, this was a great highlight of 2022 type thing? I think it's a, mm, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite games this year. I just think that it was a really good first attempt at something yeah. that it's not, it's not the concept, the gameplay mechanics itself is not brand new, but mm. it's not something that you see often. So I like how they're trying to bring it back to these kind of games. Right. And this kind of experimentation that they're doing with like having a cat as the protagonist instead of some kind of like sexy male MC adventurer <laughs> guy or something insert like it's a, man, insert white man here yeah, with a beard. Yeah. Exactly. Like the 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 main character of this game does not speak at all. It's literally a cat. It acts like a cat. It doesn't think. Yeah. It's just, it's a cat. <laughs> yeah. So Right, right. Very cool. Yeah, I feel like if you have because it's on it's released on PlayStation 4, 5 and Windows. So, I think it's be a great game 
probably for consoles. I mean, even with PC, I think it'd be good, but probably like to get the the atmospheric feel. Probably to have the controller might be the yeah. best option. Yeah. Nice. Well, very very cool, Corey. Thank you yes. for talking about Stray. Um, anybody out there wants to purchase Stray or in review Stray? Not review. You got to play it first. Watch reviews and play the game and enjoy. Yeah. Um, is there anything else you want to say about it, or should we move on to the next thing? No, we can move on to the next thing. Okay, cool. So should I talk about my part or do you want to do your second part? Um, you can <laughs> talk about your part first. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we didn't, what's funny is that we didn't plan this. Like we were going to be like, so what do we talk about today? <laughs> and I, it just so happened that over the weekend I bought a Lenovo gaming PC because I had like I was more of like a handheld gamer for most of my life and PC before, but then I just kind of got tired of gaming lap like laptops in general. So I was like, let me, let me downsize. And I had a Chromebook for so many years and I was, I was got to a point where I was tired. And so I bought a gaming PC over the weekend. It is fantastic. Um, I love it. <laughs> it runs so fast. Um, and all the games I played, I haven't played many games on it, but the one I will talk about, the one that I cannot put down for the life of me, Planet Coaster. Okay. <laughs> Planet Coaster, the Planet Coaster. I got to Let me pull up the Wikipedia because I need to just give like a background. So former children of Roller Coaster Tycoon, the heyday of Atari, well, the second heyday of Atari, in my opinion, <laughs> the, the late 90s, um, the successor to the Roller Coaster Tycoon franchise, spiritually not re- not in reality. Um, it is a 2016 construction and management simulation. I didn't know that was a genre. I thought it was just like roller coaster game, but nope, it's construction and management simulation video game published by Frontier Development for Microsoft. Um, this game, I feel like most people, if you like simulation games, you know, this game, um, planet coaster is mainly just like one of those games where you can build your own theme parks. You can play like the campaign where you have a certain amount of challenges to get your park in like a certain financial status or clear all the requirements they want you to clear, or you can go sandbox mode and just create whatever you want. And is it like I a have, thrillable almost? Or do you know what thrillable is? Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. It is. It's like it's 3D. So like the early days of Roller Coaster Tycoon and a lot of those older games were like 2D. Uh well no, they were three, they were like sprites, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So like it was very much like you could see the boxes everywhere. You had like four camera angles. It was very much I like that to an extent, but this is very much like hyper detailed, hyper like when I look at like the crowd of people, I'm like how how have I not seen the same like park goers three times by now like I just be looking am I not paying attention because when I tell you the level of detail in this game kind of overwhelming kind of it's like it makes me amazed that this kind of game can exist in the sense of like someone can give you like the option to change the uniform color of your employees. Like they can give you the option to like rename a ride and then like look at the data and they give you all these graphs and charts. And I'm like, this is my goodness. 
level of detail and then this the cut level of customization is insane like kind of the reason why i say it's kind of overwhelming is because these kind of games that are just this like there's just so many options like you can be on the grid or off the grid of like squares so like you can easily you can put your roller coaster wherever you can put your anything wherever so that means like the possibilities are endless Mm -hmm. and and the thing about that is like on paper it sounds amazing to be able to do anything but like for entry level it's like I don't even know like I know my park looks like ass (laughs) but the thing is it's not like I feel like even if I played this game for 500 hours I don't know if I'd still be good does that make sense like, like you just, feel like you wouldn't be able to master anything in the game because there's just so much going on yeah and the thing is i don't have any of the dlc yet and there's so many different dlc packs too that add like expansions new types of rides new like scenery new like animatronics and i'm just like there's so many options there's so much like you can make foundations for stuff you can like you can move a piece of wood like an inch over and that can make a path that's different for then it's just so detailed I don't even have examples because like I don't even know how you can make a game where it's just like there's no rules really like yeah very there's very little time where I'm playing this where I'm like I can't do something it's more like my brain is just like I don't know how to do <laughs> your brain is limiting you <laughs> exactly like and the thing is I wouldn't even know how to execute it right like I watch the YouTube videos of people like recreating Disney in Planet Coaster or recreating Universal or recreating like Six Flags and I'm like how are y'all I can't grasp I can't what how how tell me how because your brain has like an extra cavity where you just can copy paste and I don't get it um hats off to y'all y'all are geniuses like (laughs) you've turned some it's like it's like a software type thing like I'm like oh y'all are talented um it's really like really what I want to say like it's like a canvas because the game gives you a tutorial but the tutorial's not in depth like I remember roller coaster tycoon in the beginning and I'm thinking the first roller coaster tycoon they were kind of holding your hand a bit Mm -hmm. and I appreciated that you know, like even in Roller Coaster Tycoon as a kid, I didn't do a lot of the extreme, like make the coaster go underground and then make the water come up. And I didn't do a lot of that. I just kind of put the coasters on the flat land and then like remove trees and like organize my park <laughs> in a cohesive way. But here it's like, since there's no grid, since you can literally do whatever you want and then the, it's so much to handle and to take in all at once it's a lot to process like the right now I so I've made one park which was just like my entry park um it was just like a basic I didn't have a theme for it I tried to make it like fairy tale theme but my goodness I couldn't even find things like I gotta say this I'm not a sims 4 supporter you know this but the search function in the sims 4 hands down it kind of yeah it literally it does EA didn't do much, but they gave you a search bar and that hit. <laughs> like Planet Coaster has a search bar, but it's like you have category. It's not like it'll search everything. It searches within the category. And I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking for in the category to search for. <laughs> like, I have to say, I'm just kind of like overwhelmed with the amount of things you can do. This is like a game you could play for 15 years and still not finish and still not feel like you're finished quote unquote like you could still 
find new things to do, which is amazing. But it's kind of like, I can see why this game or games like these in modern era are not as like general consumer friendly because telling someone to pick up a planet coaster and just like have fun, they'll make a park. And I feel like they'll just be like, well, I don't know where anything is. (laughs) I don't know where things are, but I think if you have the patience and the time and honestly, if you stick with these types of games, I can see why there's fandoms that are just like dedicated to them because when you invest so much time into something, it becomes like your own little niche. It becomes like your own little subculture because you've spent like a thousand hours or 2000 hours or more in it, you know? And it's not like a a RPG or, or like a game where like you've, once you found everything, that's it. Like this game, even if they stop releasing DLC stuff, people can still create all kinds of stuff because it's like an engine it's more so just like an engine you have fun with it you do what you want with it like a blank canvas um yeah I mean I love it I love it (laughs) I say all that to say that I really love it but I don't know if this game is like it's more so I I see myself being like playing this game 30 minutes to an hour a couple hours at a time putting it down coming back another couple weeks later doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. like rinse and repeat kind of how I feel with the sims a bit like where you kind of just like make your family make your house play a little bit exit out and then you don't think about it for another couple weeks and then you come back and you're like oh yeah that's kind of how I feel like this is doing I'm the opposite when it comes to games like the sims or like uh planet coaster or like um city skylines like i'll literally play for like eight hours straight and then right yeah, yeah yeah i'll do that for weeks and then just drop the game completely and then don't yeah, touch it again true. or maybe come back yeah. to it every like few months or so or like a year later yeah i got yeah i know what you mean i kind of do the same i don't know if i'd play for like an eight hour period i might pay for like two hours three yeah. hours um but i definitely feel like this is definitely one of those games you'll play at like once a big amount and then you'll keep coming back to it slowly over time this is definitely not a game you can like learn everything in a week (laughs) you cannot master this game even if you play this for years in my opinion like there are people on youtube that i was trying to just get tips on like beginner's guides to planet coasters and there are people who are like i'm just average and then here they are creating like food courts and i'm like how do you raise up a platform how do you make a, a, a queue line that's at an angle with like, you're making your own fence? Like, I don't, I don't, and they call themselves average. And I'm like, oh, there's hierarchies. There's levels to this. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm definitely going to play that game. I feel like I'll feel similar to like a lot of these like simulation games where they're kind of like project management games where um, it's just a lot of information at once. So, yeah. But I definitely enjoy it. Like, who, but the company that made this game, they put their time in it. It's detailed. My goodness. I, there's so many options. <laughs> so that's mainly all I wanted to say. Planet Coaster is constantly on sale on Steam. Like, it was just yeah, on always Steam. That's when it, I bought it. Like, on the front page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely recommend it to anybody who likes those types of games. Yeah. So that's all I really wanted to say. I don't really want to rate it because I can't rate it if I haven't seen half the game. <laughs> You've only been playing for yeah. like a couple of hours, right? Yeah, I can't rate it if I've only scratched the surface. Okay. Uh, 
Do you have any? Talk about? Oh no, go ahead. Okay, so I is this like the last topic then that I'm about to talk about? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think so we're done after that. Lastly, we're gonna talk about something interesting that I saw on Twitter. It's about the upcoming game for Spoken, um, which is like an action role playing game RPG by Luminous Productions, published by Square Enix. Uh, it's gonna be released in 2023. It was supposed to be released this year, but I think it got delayed. And it's an RPG that is featuring a black woman as the lead, which everybody was excited to see. Now, however, when I saw this tweet, my stomach kind of kind of dropped a bit because I was like, "Ah, oh, here we go again." So oh, no. it's from user simply ragging me. I don't know how to pronounce it. <laughs> it's not it's not their information. They just posted screenshots of an article, but mm. I'm gonna still credit them. Um. And the actual article source is a Kotaku article by Isaiah Colbert. Um, and he did like a little preview with the first spoken uh, developers and asked them like questions and like some very interesting things came out of this interview. So I'm just going to read the screenshot. So from this article, it says, at one point in the pre-recorded get to know the writer sections, I learned that Forspoken has been in development since 2018 with Telltale Games, The Walking Dead writer Gary Witta and Uncharted's head writer and creative director Amy Henning laying down the groundwork for the game's world concept and narrative while it was in pre-production. The torch was then passed to the game lead writers Allison Reimer and Todd Stashwick, who finalized the story and script for the game. While all of these high-profile names were all well and good, especially for their previous association in crafting other AAA games, last time I checked, none of them were Black. Mm. So that's already wow. like, hmm. Black yeah. female lead, no Black people in the room in the development process. Oh, that's mm. that's the room. That's going to open up the, the floodgates for just potential potentially very bad decision <laughs> let me let me continue okay <laughs> question marks rapidly started to fire off in my head about the game's handling of fray fray which were only festered by how its writers went about describing working with balanska so my newfound fears weren't helped when Reimer and Stashwick described fray's origin story fray is the female protagonist by the way the black lady mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. My newfound fears weren't helped when Reimer and Stashwick described Frey's origin story, which came off as a tired amalgamation of black stereotypes. Oh those my stereotypes God. included her Corey. being <laughs> those stereotypes included her being very angry, her having fallen through the cracks of society and being on the verge of prison before being teleported <gasps> to Athea, which is the world in the game. The cherry on top of my newfound dread was the motion capture and voiceover director Tom Keegan describing Belinska's mannerisms during her motion capture performances as having a very hip hoppy kind of walk. Oh my God, Corey! <laughs> what what am I what am I hearing? What is going on? I'm, I'm not done. <laughs> oh no! I wasn't the only journalist to find Keegan's awkward remark and lack of black writers shown in our preview as harrowing. When the Ax- when Axios's Stefan told, I'm sorry, when Axios's Stefan told Tito asked if there were any black developers or consultants involved with this work for spoken in Square Enix video chat, he didn't receive an answer during our preview. Later on, he received an FAQ sheet that rounded up our median questions. Sadly, 
Its answers came off as a canned response that leaned heavily on the hands-off preview where Belinska's passionate feedback throughout her motion capture process was regarded as invaluable feedback for the team. We worked closely with a number of this is this is the quote that they gave on the Q, the FAQ sheet. We uh-huh. worked closely with a number of consultants from uh, Black Indigenous POC backgrounds, BIPOC uh, backgrounds to help portray Frey's character and tell the story from her perspective. Square Enix said in the FAQ, adding that for spoken supporting cast was dominated by several several women of color, but not Black women. Mm. Wow. So. Boy. When I saw this, especially the line about the hip hop you walk, oh, hip hop you walk, excuse. <sighs> nah, that's. I feel like this is gonna be very, very not good, very bad. Like, why? And the fact that they ignored the question, they you know they saw it in the chat. You know they saw it. <laughs> yeah, they ignored like, it on purpose. Let me turn, let me turn my eyes away. Like, like, this, this is the kind of thing you have to look at from a distance with this game uh, like, right <laughs> that's insane because like and it's disappointing because like you look and this is like isn't this the first fe- black female lead protagonist from like a mainstream game like this and for like this big of a game yeah i believe so yeah. i don't remember i've been playing games for a very long time i don't ever remember seeing like there have been games with black female protagonists, but like to this scale, I don't remember seeing like a triple A game. Yeah, me neither. Especially not from with this kind of budget too. Yeah, because yeah. that's triple A and not this kind of promotion. And <sighs> this is Square Enix, right? They're the publisher. The developer okay. is Luminous Productions. So Luminous Productions. Let me see what they make. They might be a subset of Square Enix. Yeah, they are. Mm. They're a subsidiary of Square Enix. This is... Oh my god, Corey. I... My reaction is just... I'm scared. (laughs) I'm scared for how this is going to turn out. I really... And I one thing that sucks is like... Since this is potentially the first... Like, black female lead... If it's just full of stereotypes and caricatures and it flops, they're going to use that as to say, oh, no one wants to buy black lead video games. It's like, that's not the case. You, you're writing her hip hop. walk, what? Angry? On the, what? Yeah, I. I What are your thoughts about it? I like, I'm hoping that maybe we're all just like, being like very paranoid about this i hope that it turns out better to be than it was yeah then it's like being described in this interview but like the fact that like we're having a game with a black female lead and like there are no black people in the development room is kind of wild to me like y'all didn't think to ask like any black person you couldn't like hire anybody like as a consultant right. or anything like that's kind of strange to me like you wouldn't want to make a game like for example sifu sifu is a game full of chinese characters you wouldn't want to make that kind of game like you wouldn't have we wouldn't want to have white people make that game and not consult anybody in the chinese community at of all course. both like right. chinese like diaspora like chinese american and then like also like mainland china you like you wouldn't want to ask people because you want to know like what is offensive 
what is not offensive what's something that would actually happen in your culture like it kind of feels like we have a potential situation where we're having people write we're having people write this character from like how do I say this this character is being written by people whose only experience with black people are through American media which is not Mm. good which is not good at all because that means they're going to only have a one-dimensional stereotype perspective of black people as a whole. And this whole thing could have been solved if you just hired black people on the team. Like, you could have avoided this. Like, you'd think with all of their money and resources, nobody in the room would say, you know, we need act- we need some black people here. Like, what? Yeah. And you know what? And if if they really didn't want to or they just didn't think to hire black people for the development process why couldn't they be like Shonda Rhimes and write a character that could be any race but they just happen to be black yeah like why like to me that's where it gets really strange because it's like yes you're writing a black female character but why are you trying to then it's like they're like oh we were making her black let's just associate the things we know of which is just their base knowledge of hip-hop and it's like that's not that's not necessary like just make her a indiv- just make her a person and why do you <sighs> like i i want to see the final cut and like the final product but i really hope this doesn't start a trend of leaving black people out of the room and i know that's not that's always kind of been how it is in gaming i don't think there are many black developers in these spaces unless they're you know in their own studios or yeah. that are mostly like studios that center around like people of color or just black led characters or indie games so i don't know i'm Corey. i'm 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 nervous about this yeah i'm really concerned because i was really looking forward to this and this kind of just left a bad taste in my mouth like like once again that line about hip-hop you walk like for our listeners if you're not black like it may not sound like that big of a deal to you but like imagine if like whatever ethnicity you are like maybe you're latina listening to this like imagine they wrote the character as having like a fiery latina attitude who's crazy like something like like stereotypical things people say about latina people without like latino people without keeping in mind that at the end of the day like they're not a monolith we all are different we all have our own personalities yeah so yeah like it's the whole hip-hop thing like really this is like really is that that's the direction you want to go in that's the kind of it's giving very much ign's review of miles morales when they were like the exaggerated swagger of a black teen when they were talking about spider-man yeah yeah it's that kind of energy yeah it's like it's very much like i only know stereotypes and so yeah instead of getting confirmation and clarity from the actual black people, especially black people in the industry who would love to have like these high level positions who deserve those positions, you know, like there are a lot of talented black developers that could have had great input on a project like this. But the fact that they just kind of were like, Nope, we're just going to do our way based off our assumptions. is It's really tone deaf. Um, See, I'm nervous about this. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like the kind of stereotypes we're going to do, it's not even going to be, like, the ones that are in your face, like, oh, this is bad. It's going to be that kind of stereotype where it's, like, all all Black people are cool. 
you know yeah and it's kind yeah, of like yeah. when that when that kind they of think stuff, they're being positive yes exactly and when that kind of stuff happens like when when the black community tries to speak out against it we get like gaslit basically they're like oh like this is not even negative though like why are you complaining that's a good stereotype like or like, like there's no such good thing, thing. <laughs> no like a stereotype's a stereotype at the end of the day and like and the thing is gaming's done that like the history of video games there's it's riddled with stereotypes like from the be- very beginning like mm-hmm. if you look at any like game from the 80s 90s 2000s we've there's plenty of stereotypes there that are all very problematic but now we're in 2022 you'd think that they would just be like you know what this is not the 90s this is not the 80s we don't have that excuse anymore let's do our research and like consult actual black people I just, I don't know. <sighs> it's disappointing. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, like I said, though, hopefully, like, the article, good work to the journalist for immediately thinking of this as well. Um, yeah. For thinking and questioning true. about this. But maybe, like, the article, like, maybe it seems worse than it what, what it actually is. Like, maybe they were just... Maybe they maybe they read the article and like okay let's change some things that's why we, that's why they pushed it back maybe mm. <laughs> like hopefully maybe. something like that right let's hope um and let's hope that regardless of how well this game does or if it's like problematic or if it's bad like let's hope that other developers will still continue to put black women and black people in the leads um and then that black developers will get the budget they deserve to make the games that they want to make with like black characters and black casts. Um, I wish I had a vi- like a video or an article to link of like black owned companies and like black, uh, black studios. Cause I know I saw a list a while ago, but I don't remember where the link is, but yeah, just try to support black people <laughs> and listen to black people. I really, when does they say this game is coming out next year yeah it's supposed to be january 2023 but it, i think this is like after it got delayed so we'll see if it actually comes out then mm. well i think we should talk about it again when it comes out if it if it turns into something if 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 uh if what people if we see what happens with it yeah, I'll definitely be playing it or if even if I don't play, I'm going to watch a gameplay of it just to see hopefully mm-hmm. to see that we were wrong about what we were saying yeah. now. So right. Definitely. Well, yeah, that's cool. all I have for today. Well, cool, cool. Thank you for that, Corey. Um and I I think that's all I had for this gaming episode today. So, I think we should definitely keep this up just even if we don't do full reviews, just like add in some news and that kind of cool things to kind of give a robust gaming recap type of stuff yeah and if you guys have anything that you want to recommend that we play or anything that you want us to watch or recommend that Mm -hmm. we watch because we do watch a lot of different things like we just finished our episode on psychopaths should have came out like last wednesday or sunday can't remember which day Mm -hmm. it came out but it's out you can go check that out and that is all for today thank you so much for listening i am Corey. And I'm Nia. Bye. Bye.